All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Schreiber, and this is uh Bear Radio. Uh, geez, uh, Don Schreiber, today is Monday, May episode, 13th, episode number 70. And uh, you know, I was talking to a fellow that works for us this morning, nice gentleman, right? Has a couple of kids, they were uh in the woods this, this uh, uh, past weekend, right? And uh, they saw a bear cub. Bear cub. Now, when you see a bear cub in New Jersey, no, 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 they were traveling. Oh, they they were down in like Virginia. Okay, so so it was a bear cub. Okay, in the woods, do you go and pet the bear cub, say, "Oh, nice little bear cub," and go give it a hug, or or do you walk away from the bear cub? You walk away from the bear cub because wherever there's a bear cub, there is a mother bear. Really? Yes. Okay. So, which will rip your so, face off if you get near her bear cub. So, do you see right what my the point the the moral of this story is? Well, this looks like a little bit of a bear cub so far today. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. We got a little bear cub here, right? And investors have been like lulled into complacency over the last few years, and they're like, "Oh, pretty little bear cub," and they go and they pet the bear cub, right? Meanwhile, they might just get mauled by Big Mama Grizzly if they're not careful here. Because look, man, we got an escalation of this trade war here, right? This is like trade war now. This isn't like tit. This is definitely tit for tat at the moment. This is trade war, right? At first, there were some tariffs on our side. Now there's some tariffs on their side. I mean, this thing's getting a little real, getting a little heated. They have grizzlies in Virginia. Dude, I don't know if it was Virginia or not, okay? But it was a bear cub, okay? Oh, maybe maybe they cub. were in Colorado. They were not in Colorado. They drove. They were on the eastern seaboard somewhere, right? right. Eastern half of the United States, east of the Mississippi River. I think you have to get west of the Mississippi you for grizzly not. bears. I, I don't know if it was a grizzly bear, dude. Grizzly, right? I don't know if it was a black bear, brown bear. It was a dang okay, bear okay. cub, okay? I, I'll let it go. The moral of the story. Think, little baby we're cub. Have do you a, go hug it hey, and like embrace the hey. bear? No, you don't. You get away from the dang thing, right? So they got the kids away from the bear. Are you saying that So we that spent people, three minutes on this bear thing already because yes, of you. you so let's, <laughs> let's move along. Do you think people should uh, flee from uh, the little uh, grizzly cub bear no i think that they might want to you know diverse you know diversify the portfolio maybe buy some dividend paying stocks get paid to wait you know because wake up call a little while folks it's a wake up call you know one of the things that i know is that 
Our models, which give us indications of risk-off and risk-on, have been giving us risk-off indications of late because they're measuring the amount of risk in the markets, not the momentum of the markets, not the direction. Recently, the direction's been positive. You know, this, you know since the recovery uh, from uh, December started, which was another wake-up call, all of a sudden the markets dropped 20%. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get a you get a bounce back recovery here. It's a little melt up. Looks real good. You know, earnings are coming in a little better than expected. We'll get into that. But, you know, this uh, trade war thing, you know, we've been talking about it. If there was resolution, we expected the market to go higher. But, you know, uh, goodness gracious, if this thing falls apart, this you know, a positive outcome has been priced into this market hard. Well, you know. And if option- this falls apart, it's going to look ugly yeah option a here right this is like a multiple choice exam right so you have option a which is there's going to be a trade resolution right the market does obviously not like some of the uncertainty here and some of the the hard rhetoric on china walked away from the deal we were 95 percent there and then the chinese went nuts on their side and said like, look, we're not going to be bullied into a deal, so on and so forth. But option A is we have a trade deal. We'll get to this in a second here. B, there is no resolution. So let's hit A. Like, if we were handicapping this, like, we're in horse racing season here, right? So Kentucky, Kentucky Derby, Derby behind the Preakness, us, man. No, Preakness is coming up. Okay. So we're handicapping the horse here, right? We got horse A, which is a trade resolution, and horse B, which is no resolution. And if you were a betting man, do you think we've got A, high probability, or B, high probability? And I know you're not a betting man, so. But if you if you had to pick a winner here, what do you, which one do you pick, A or B? I'm, you know, I'm still on the side that resolution, we're get a no trade resolution. resolution. You okay, bet. you're yeah. you're going for I'm A. Still, I haven't been convinced that you know we're going to have a uh, a trade meltdown. I got to tell you though. You know, the uh, $250 billion uh, 25% tariff that, you know, uh, came into being on Friday, this past Friday at midnight. Yes. uh, That's what we had talked about so far. And by the way. That's what was, that was, you know, indicated that if we don't get a trade resolution, you know, we're going to, we're going to definitely do that. That's what the Trump administration said. But, you know, I did not expect the piling on. With another three hundred and twenty-five billion at twenty-five percent, immediately, mm-hmm. like you know, that's it, it, you know, taking a baseball bat, kind of whacking you in the teeth, knocking all your teeth out. Well, if you haven't noticed, that's kind of his style, right? Well, carry a really big stick. You know, uh, it, you know, it's it used to be speak softly and carry a big stick, right? This this is uh, speak loudly via Twitter. Right. Very speak very and loudly. Beat him to death with a and, tree. And 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 have a very, very large stick. Yeah, uh, a redwood know. tree. Bam. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the style. So, uh, but B, right. We're back to B. B's a no resolution. And B, that that's that, that, that means the market might be toast. Right. That that could be Mama Grizzly Bear coming in and just wrecking this bull well, market you know, run. Right. I, I think that. You know, the, the markets were looking for a catalyst uh, other than earnings, because earnings obviously are just eking out a, uh, I think, a positive result. Well, not of according a to one. FactSet. FactSet's all negative on the deal, isn't yeah, it, aren't they? they are. They're saying down a, a half a percentage point. It'll be the first uh, uh, earnings recession 
you know, since whenever, you know, last four or five years, whatever. <laughs> is what they're saying. But Bloomberg, Bloomberg's got uh, S&P 500 growth this quarter for earnings 1.70% with uh, 450 reporting. And we've got revenue growth in at a 4.77%. Uh, so that's not that's not too shabby. I mean, that's better than the experts thought, especially on the earnings side. Well, it is better than the experts thought. And I think it's great that we, uh, you know, uh, avoid uh, a negative number, you know, and a, cor- a contraction in earnings and uh, revenue here. But <clears throat> 4.77 on revenue. So, you know, revenue, uh, we believe, predicts next quarter's earnings. And uh, if you have a contraction which we've had a pretty significant correct contraction in revenue growth we were up in the seven eight percent range now we're down at four seven mm-hmm. uh just under five obviously so you know revenue growth has really slowed down and if i if i remember correctly there's some really really big negative numbers starting to get posted by some of the s- industries and sectors um, that are worrisome. Well, energy because you know next quarter looking negative. Next quarters are starting to look real soft. Well, energy so far for S and P five hundred earnings negative twenty four point eight five percent on earnings. For revenue fell uh, a little under a percentage point. Materials not looking so awesome either. Earnings uh, almost negative seventeen and revenue negative uh, three. Uh, also, global, global uh, also, synchronized slowdown global, right hold there. Hold on a second. You know, maybe. Industrials, industrials, 3% positive in earnings, 3% uh, positive revenue growth. So you're talking, this is looking a little soft. Throw on consumer that was, you discretionary. Know, 10%, 10% in the fourth quarter. Consumer had, discretionary, uh, 11% growth in earnings. Not too shabby, but look, top line revenue growth 3.82 percent see and that's what worries me yikes you know, these uh, low uh uh revenue and check uh, this one out don't lead to real strong earnings prospects check this one for out. next quarter staples earnings growth 1.62 percent revenue growth 3.20 yikes yikes wow. yikes i wish we had one of those like uh thuds boom yeah I mean, this this is not great. And and check out financials, two percent earnings growth, two point six five percent. This is with everybody reporting. That's as good as it gets, man. Just hovering a couple percentage points above positive. Check this out: utilities earnings growth of five point three seven percent, and even with input costs, you know, being down here, zero point nine nine percent revenue growth. Ooh, man, that's not looking too awesome. And that was for S&P. And if I remember correctly, the numbers for the small and mid cap, the Russell 2000 group, uh, not even close to as good. Well, so far, 1775 reporting of 1979. So 90% also. Uh, yep. And we're, we're looking at 22.84% earnings growth and revenue growth of 5.06. I mean, not too shabby on the, on, uh, you know, from a, a you know, 30,000 uh, foot view. Yeah, here. again, no, but that number's half of what it was well, in the fourth wait, quarter. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, so earnings growth, 
Doozy, materials down 26%, consumer discretionary earnings growth down 16 It's looking like healthcare might be down 8%. It's missing the minus sign, but it's in red, so I'm going to say it's a negative 8%. We might have to check that one. Uh, utilities, earnings growth down 5.98%. Hovering above break-even, by the way, is real estate, 0.64% couple other mid single digits but really what's bad uh revenue growth man we're talking energy 1.94% per 1.94% positive 5% for industrials 5% consumer discretionary 7% consumer staples not shabby healthcare 5.86 uh smaller look at this this is shocking to me okay Smid Financial, small and mid cap like banks, regional banks and and smaller, uh, you know, institutions. Check out the financials here. Nine percent earnings growth, 11 percent revenue growth. And we, today, earlier today, a lot of the uh, big names in, in the small and mid cap space, banks were leading the pack lower, down four and a half and five percent today on a Monday, right? Morning, mm-hmm. mid-morning. Yep. And these companies are doing the best out of out of Russell 2000. I mean, they have kind of the strongest earnings and revenue number outside of industrials. Industrials is pretty strong there, too, by the way. Interest rates are falling. I know. Not good for banks. I know, but they've done well not uh, anyway. So you think, you know, we've got um, a little trouble in paradise in terms of some of these weak numbers? So if we're- Whoa, hold up. You're going to have to wait for Don's answer when we come back. Are you looking for more value-added content, market updates, or economic outlooks from our hosts? Visit WBIinvestments.com today to get your hands on all of WBI's content. We look forward to seeing you there. So we're back. Uh, follow Don. Uh, he might be the most active Twitter user ever, WBI CEO. I'm WBI president. We got the Bull Bear Radio handle, WBI Investments. If you want to check us out, check out our investments. They're pretty cool when it comes to- Hey, man, check out our new website for WBIinvestments.com. Awesome it's fresh. sauce. It's, it's good, it's man. It's got a fresh look. It's good. It's and got you won't great wanna, information. I don't think you want to run from it either. This isn't like, you know, this is like a little bear cup. You're going to want to hug it for a little while and, and it, it, you know, whatever. So uh, moving along here, um, a little trouble in paradise as far as earnings, you know, and especially revenue goes. Are you worried about the revenue numbers? Man, I do not like the trend or tone of first quarter revenue. Um, earnings we expected to be soft, right? Mm-hmm. We expected those to be down, you know, uh, comparison year over year. Um, they came in, they're coming in better, right? With 90% reporting, we got a little bit better. Uh, look at that, um, probably 1% plus positive. That's not bad. That doesn't bother me. It's these low revenue growth numbers, mm-hmm. which will dictate how good earnings are going to be. And obviously, revenue growth is slowed really materially in, uh, you know, for most companies, most sectors in the first quarter. And second quarter, uh, with, you know, Trump uh, and uh, China fighting it out over tariffs, uh, that's, that doesn't bode well for uh, global economic growth. We have actually materials, I was going to say this during, uh, you know, our buildup there about the uh, sectors, materials has got one of the worst postings for a sector 
uh, both in large and uh, SMID stocks, mm-hmm. which is indicative of a synchronized global growth slowdown. Oh, you're saying that slowdown word again that everybody man, got fearful that, about. Yeah, that's what's, you know back in October. That's sorry, what started bro. the decline, man. Sorry, bro. If I, you know, t- Chairman Powell and the rest of the folks on the Fed get ready to cut quick. Hey, quick. Maybe it'll help. Give us a boost. Okay. We need a boost. Speaking of what a, we need is infrastructure speaking spending. Speaking of a boost, okay. Big time. I, well, you Big wrote time. an article about yeah, that. Did, it's available man. on the WBI uh, Investments Insights tab if you want to check it out. It's pretty, pretty, it's a pretty good piece of work, I got to say. It's a nice article, man. It's a nice article. And we, we need it. some major infrastructure spending. And I threw out an idea on how unconventional as it is uh, an idea how we could get that started funded really get it cranking so help how would, the US how would economy do, how would we do that Don Schreier? well I you know this the Fed is trying to uh, reduce their balance sheet right mm-hmm. uh, when they start called quantitative tightening right by so the way. if they do quantitative tightening we've seen right they've stopped that or they're going to stop that um, and uh, you know they had to cease the uh, interest rate hike thing you know the Fed would love to get interest rates higher so they have a bigger margin of cutting power um, and we're the only developed economy in the world that has any cutting power. Most of them are still at negative interest rates. Or zero. The rest or of the central bankers zero. in the world don't have any bullets left in the gun. Mm-hmm. Right? The okay. Fed has some. Yes. I want to give them more. The only way we can afford to get higher interest rates in the U.S. is more inflation. More inflation depends on faster growth. GDP growth, companies do better, the employees will do better, everybody does better with more growth. How do you get that? Infrastructure spending, baby. You know, just cutting interest rates, which is, you know, the, uh, the Fed has been called to do already by some economists, by the White House, isn't really going to make a material effect in GDP growth. Hey. It may stimulate the market a little bit. Right? You know what I'd like to call this? But I'm telling you, what this is is a bang-up idea to really get long-term, faster GDP growth. Yes, and you know what I would like to dub this? Dub it. Trickle-up economics. You know why? Because you're building the foundation for future growth through building infrastructure. You've got to build a strong foundation, hey, and that's going to trickle up through the system, right? One, one of the things that we used to have about 40 or 50 years ago, 50 years ago, we had the greatest infrastructure uh, for commerce in the world. Today, our infrastructure, like our bridges, roads, and tunnels, are crumbling around our ears. Which the last time we actually spent a lot of money on infrastructure in this country was the 1950s. Eisenhower, interstate road system, blew it up, right? After the Great Depression... We, you know, had and all World War of this II. infrastructure spending. Yep. World War II. We had this booming economy. It was essentially the happy days. And the reason why it was happy days for people is because the economy was booming. It was 24 years of economic growth. Really fast. The markets did phenomenal. Huge expansion you know, in the middle class. We need the same thing today. Our infrastructure is crumbling. It's estimated that we need $20 trillion of infrastructure spending. We have an immediate need of about $3.5 trillion just to get us to a, uh, a stable infrastructure. You've got energy grids. You've got energy pipelines. You've got uh, 
you know, uh, cybersecurity. So what roads, would... bridges, tunnels, water. My God. So what's you the... know, most of the water that moves through fresh water moves through pipes that are over on average over a hundred years old. This is ridiculous. Most in of the, the United electrical States. grid in the in the uh, Northeast United States is uh, about a century old. I mean, it's old as dirt. So how would the let's Fed, fix it? How would man. the Fed get involved in this? Hey, listen, the Fed's got. Um, uh, about four trillion dollars on their balance sheet. A little they'd less l- right now. They'd like to right? get. The, they'd like to make it. You know, half of that, approximately, mm-hmm. maybe two, two and a half trillion. We need the the money, right? So you take a, a a trillion and a half. It's taxpayer money that you know the Fed used to essentially bail us out, so we didn't have another depression in the financial crisis. Let's recycle those dollars. Get an infrastructure bank. It was talked about early on uh, in the Trump administration, Infrastructure Bank. The Fed has actually done a great job with monetary policy, in my opinion. Let them fund the Infrastructure Bank with some of their uh, assets. You know, these are Treasury uh, securities for the most part that can be used for whatever purpose the Treasury deems appropriate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I'm not sure which string they're going to pull. It doesn't matter. Congress is not doing their job in giving us an infrastructure bill. The the bill that's on the table that's been talked about is $200 billion. That's like sneezing. You know, mm-hmm. you get, that's it. That's all. That's not going to do anything for us. Yeah. You know, and you can get private industry, which has been talked about. If you have an infrastructure bank, you can actually create partnerships with private industry on infrastructure where private industry is willing to fund because they can get a revenue source out of it. Good for America. It'll be great for the rest of the world's economic growth if we grow faster. We're the big engine. Well, this is what China did. China, most of China's China. growth over the last 20 years is co- has come from the government spending on infrastructure, right? And they've got tremendous infrastructure. They have overcapacity. Sure. Right? We were talking about that many, many episodes ago in, in the number of uh, housing units they build every year nobody lives in. I mean, and it's bridges, roads, and tunnels to nowhere, huge, baby. It's yep. huge. Building's empty. It's huge. But that's how they get some growth. We need to get growth that we need, infrastructure that needs to be uh, uh, redone. Otherwise, you know, the cost, the human cost, it will be unmeasurable. We're going to have people, you know, dying um, needlessly. This stuff is going to crumble at. At an alarming rate at some point in time. It, it will. I'm sure of it. And you see that. I mean, you go through the, they call it the helix, right? To go into the Lincoln Tunnel, which was built right around the turn of not this, the start of this century, the, the last century, right? And uh, there's this little uh, bridge that goes around. And when you sit on it in traffic, it shakes, I can guarantee you it was not engineered for the weight and number of cars that it has passed over it every single day. Trucks and buses, my goodness, it's 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 scary. It is. It's nuts. It shakes. Yeah. I mean, we need we need some work on this stuff. So, uh, risk here, right to to the market. You're talking about something that really could uh, stoke the fire of economic. Uh, growth here in the United States and and something that I would like to to call trickle up economics because it starts from the ground up. You're putting let's, the infrastructure, you know, there that that helps spur this growth. But hey, hey, man, let's get American ingenuity back to work. Let's stoke 
essentially the furnace of American ingenuity and get people working well, on infrastructure. And man. what I'd love to see is, right, you want to build more like uh, the president's been talking about China and they manufacture a lot of stuff. Right. Well, we used to manufacture a ton of stuff. Right. And I'd love to see manufacturing back in the United States, but let's do it from a green perspective. Let's throw some solar panels on top of these huge factories and the sun, you know, can run the factories for God's sake. Absolutely. And the government could provide subsidies to companies that want to go green and, and, and invest in green technologies. And we could be the worldwide leader in green manufacturing instead of China you know, polluting the earth with greenhouse gases. That would be phenomenal. It would be huge for our planet. It'd be huge for American industry and, and ingenuity. And I think, you know what, we are going to end this dang podcast with all these great ideas we're bringing to the table today. Hopefully you someone's make, listen, listening. You want to make America great? Again, yep. this is the way to do it. Yep. It's build the right infrastructure that'll take us for the next hundred years you know, into an economic uh, boom that, you know, is is almost unimaginable from where we are. Instead of this low and anemic, uh, sick growth that we've experienced since the financial crisis, let's get this uh, engine cranking. Let's really put it on turbocharge and let's get it going. That's what we need. That's how we take this thing to the next level. And hey, that's number uh, number 70 in the books. Let's energize uh, the plan for uh, uh, a brighter future here in the United States. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.